Hey everybody, welcome to Caffeinated Humor. Special evening, the kickoff to the fourth season of Caffeinated Humor. And also the, let me see, just a short time ago we got onto Apple Podcasts, which I have no idea why it took so long, but we went through a whole series of submitting, turn down, submitting, turn down, and then it turns out we weren't using the right, it was a long drawn out story, but we are there now. We're seeing people from Apple Podcasts listening, so welcome. Ireland is still leading the other countries outside of the United States as the most listened uh, country. I think it's because they're enlightened. I don't know if it's because I happen to be Irish, but I thank you anyway. And Australia is creeping up, but they're nowhere near close. So Australia, get your shit together. Don't know what to tell you. Now, today's subject has a lot to do with annoyance. I think annoyance is a much more powerful factor in the world than people realize. You know, I have that saying that I like to use, money makes the monkey dance. I think annoyance is what gets him off his ass to begin with. Because it's, you go through the weirdest, jump through the weirdest series of hoops out of annoyance, just to avoid being more annoyed. And yet in the end, typically when you start at that route, you just end up being more and more annoyed as you go along. It's like a, a case of the quacker shits. You know, it, it, there's never a happy moment. You keep thinking things are getting better until they're completely gone. You're just miserable. And that's how annoyance works. From the beginning to end, there's no good points. But I think that's the reason a lot of people change the way they do things. You know, you want to see people that accomplish something huge in their life. They go to college. They get a degree that nobody thought they could get. They lose a huge amount of weight. They run a marathon. I honestly think it starts with a motivation based in annoyance. Hell, I know a couple of friends. I, well, I won't say friends. I, he is a friend. She is his wife. They got married out of an odd series of annoying consequences. You know, they dated each other, didn't really like each other, and both of them admit it was meant to be a one-night stand and kind of like a get back at her ex and his ex, and neither one really was into the other. And she got pregnant out of it. And then they got married just because, well, she was raised Catholic, but not really. And his mother's Jewish by marriage. And so he felt that perhaps he didn't feel any obligation to, but he felt guilty because he didn't feel the obligated to, which to me tells me that he was Jewish. But that sounds almost anti-Semitic. However, bottom line is they've been married for 20 years and both of them still admit, meh. Could have been worse. You know, I mean, it's like if you're married for 20 years and that's your comment about your spouse, eh, could have done worse, I guess. You're not living the, the romance novel. I mean, it's definitely not the boathouse, but I've seen worse marriages that started off great. I've seen marriages that started as the notebook. You know, I mean, it was just this amazing love story. And then they, they get six years down the road and it's a horror story. She hates him. He hates her. And they're both plotting against each other like some sort of a tawdry soap opera. And yet they don't last. It's the damaged couples that seem to go on. It's rare you find a couple that have been together forever out of, out of true love. Most of them stay together out of annoyance because, you know, God forbid they give the other one the, the satisfaction of seeing them walk. 
The only exception I have to that is my parents. They've been together for like 56 years. And they're the most amazing couple. I've never seen two people that have rarely been apart. Beautiful story there. Now, when it comes to annoyance, I think the bottom line is you need to understand it at its core. Because some people think of it as irritation and annoyance are the same thing. Oh, not so. Irritation is like a rash, okay? It's there and it itches. So it's like the feeling is that irritation. Annoyance is the knowledge that it's there. So one is much more cerebral. That's where I think annoyance lives, is in the cerebral part of it. You'll put up with things for a cerebral reason much more, much longer than you will for a primal reason. And that's where the irritation lies, much more of a primal thing. You, you have an itch, you got a scratch. It's your mind that tells you, don't scratch, it'll make it worse. So I think that's where that couple that stayed together for so long out of annoyance came from. They both told each other, don't screw with it. It'll only make it worse. Meanwhile, they have two kids they're putting through college. So, you know, when I started this whole this whole little rant about annoyance, I had a clear-cut destination. I had like a roadmap right in front of me. I know where I'm going. Where's the off-ramp? Where am I going to gas up the whole night? Where am I going to take a shit? Everything planned out. And now here we are at the destination, and I have no idea where exactly I was going with it. But that is annoying, isn't it? So here we are at today's episode, The Tainted Fruit, on today's Caffeinated Humor. Do I normally sound like a game show host? God, I think I do. You know, irritation leads us to do rash things. By the way, my use of rash and irritation in the same sentence, purely unintentional, but it's easy to spot someone whose buttons have or are being pushed. Such as the lady currently outside the Starbucks in Redondo Beach, California. She's on her phone. She's furiously whispering as she attempts to enter Starbucks. I say attempts because as I walk up, I watch her step up to the door, put her hand on it, to pull it open, only to freeze, spin around, walk away with more harsh whispering into her phone. Twice. The third time was when I was trying to enter said Starbucks myself. I've never seen anybody more irritated. Unless you count the close friend of mine that confided in me that they had a, an itchy taint that they couldn't scratch in public. I don't know if that's comparable, but it is an awesome line, just the concept of an itchy taint. It didn't help that I, I told a few other people about it, and now that's that person's nickname. They call her, her itchy taint. But I get it. I understand irritation, because I'm kind of feeling it right now, mainly because I don't know why she's irritated. Now, for those of us that our hobby is listening into other people's conversations, pain, whatever they're involved with, low talkers are the biggest pain in the ass. I mean, I lingered at the door for a few seconds, and all I could hear was harsh little shishy sounds. In other words, nothing I could work with. Oh, well. In eavesdropping, much like fishing, you just gotta let some of them go. Now, Starbucks is unusually busy today. 
Summer is when about 65% of all people take their vacations. So why are they here? I find it hard to believe they would be vacationing here. However, this is Southern California, so there is a crapload of people from elsewhere that come here for vacation. God, I'm getting tired of answering my own questions. I'm also tired of waiting in line and taking a crappy seat at the big table. I hate the big table. It takes a little longer than usual to get my caffeinated beverage, and I am now seated, getting my morning routine going. <sighs> Sitting at the big table. Through the big bay window out front, I can see the irritated woman still out there pacing and whispering into her phone. We're both irritated, but at least I have coffee. Coffee seems to all make it all better. Ah, the joys of a legal addiction. Does make it all convenient, doesn't it? As I watch the irritated woman, I wonder what in the world would drive her batshit angry like this. Unless she's normally like this. I have no clue. I've never seen her before. I just have this one little snapshot of her in this moment. It could be that her iPhone is controlling her mind. I wouldn't put it past jobs to have some sort of a evil Apple plan for world domination and mind control. Which would mean I'm next. Except that I got away from my iPhone years ago, so I could have like a little buffer zone. But I'm sure they'll figure out a way to come after me through my Android. I mean, any plan for world dominance would have to include the poets of the modern age, bloggers, podcasters, writers. That's a really flattering and flowery description for journalists that nobody hired. It's a really easy to, it's an easy thing to declare yourself the guy in charge if nobody hired you there was like no hiring process. It's like when you were a kid and you invented a club and named yourself president and then you immediately de declared that your little brother can't join. Where do you think this podcast came from? I mean nobody hired me either. Then again, nobody hired Steve Jobs or Bill Gates. But they, own start, they both started their own clubs and then declared that the other could not join. And that's how that all started. Time for coffee. Hey, hope you liked today's episode. Like it, subscribe to it. Hell, there's a link around here to help support it. But most importantly, listen to more episodes. You can also go to Amazon. You're going to find a series of books under the name Caffeinated Humor based on the podcast. Take care and have a great day.